Hey, what's good, everybody? Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. And you are listening to Level Up with Chris Patrick. Guys, I just want to say welcome aboard, especially if this is your very first time listening. You're going to get some great stuff out of this podcast. For those of you coming back, welcome back. Of course, you already know how this goes. Today, we're going to be going over the second part of Friendships. Hopefully, you found some great pointers last week, but today we're going to be going over two points that I really want to talk about because they kind of go hand in hand. Okay, the first one being when to be 100% vulnerable in a friendship, and the second one being when to tell your story, also known as your testimony. And... (laughs) In my notes, I legit, I I kid you not, I put an equal sign right next to that note and it says in all capital letters, not right away. Guys, I can't tell you how many times I screwed the pooch on that one. Okay, I have gone into a brand spanking new friendship and blabbed my whole freaking life story and the whole time, these guys, they just stand there and they look at you like... Damn, bro, are you ever going to shut the hell up? But they're, no, they're too damn nice to tell you that. No, no, no. They stand there for the entire thing. Or they sit there with you wherever you are, whether it's church, whether it's over a beer. It doesn't matter. This dude will legit sit there and listen to your whole story. But what he's not going to tell you after everything is... He's never going to hang out with you again. And when you text him, he's not going to be your bro. Not going to give a shit. He's never going to want to be around you because, dude, you're weird. I just met you and you want to tell me everything there is to know about you. What the hell, man? So, kind of take a page out of my book, please. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. Please. For the love of God. Don't. Here's the number two reason why you don't tell your story right freaking away. Half of the dudes I've met in my life, probably more than half, talk shit about other dudes. So when you're sharing your entire story, guess what? Especially if it's the first time meeting you. Now you're giving them nothing but ammunition. They want to use that ammo so next time they see you, they can gain cooler and better friendships by using humor to stab you in the back. For example, if I was someone else and I knew that Chris Patrick talks a lot about himself and shares his story to just about anybody who will listen, when I see you, I'm going to be like, hey, Chris, (laughs) Remember that time this or that happened? Or I might even just kind of point you out to some of my buddies and be like, hey, bro, that's that guy, Chris. (laughs) God, he never shuts up. Okay, that's just a couple of examples. I want you guys to fully grasp what's going on here. It's not that your story is not important, and it isn't that they're not interested People genuinely want to be asked about themselves. 
They want you to get to know them before you force yourself down their throat. And no, I don't mean that from a sexual standpoint. (laughs) No pun intended, all right? But on some real shit, think about that for a minute. People want you to get to know them before you force yourself upon them. Okay, they want you to know about them before they have to know about you. Think about it. Why is it our first instinct to talk about ourselves? To let them know about us? Well, it's the same way with them. They want to talk about themselves, but maybe you're just more confident or more outspoken than they are, so they will refrain or maybe they've gotten to the stage of life where I'm at where they've realized, hey, I'm going to shut my mouth and I'm going to see what this dude's all about. And if he's going to talk about himself the whole time, this is the last time I talk to him. If you want to know how to cultivate long-lasting friendships, you have got to stop telling your story right away. They don't care. Not right away, they don't. And I know that sounds mean, and you might get that one dude who's like, man, your testimony's powerful, bro. God has moved in your life, no doubt. But that one dude is extremely rare to find. I want to say like one in a thousand. Men genuinely do not care to know about you the first time y'all hang out. Ask questions. Ask them about themselves. Hey, bro, you know, what do you do for a living? Oh, yeah? Well, what do you do during your free time? What do you like to do? What What are some things you want to begin doing this new year, you know? It, it's the brand new year, y'all. Just ask questions. Ask them what they want to be doing. And then kind of talk about some stuff you'd like to do and see if maybe that's something that y'all can, like, Hang out and get together and freaking try doing together, whether it's snowboarding before the winter's over, you know, try skiing, freaking skydiving, what have you. Try new things, try bringing up new conversations, ask them questions about themselves. Um, and then my second note here when to be 100% vulnerable in a friendship, y'all, honestly. Unless it's a life or death situation, I would not be 100% vulnerable in a friendship and at least until a year of solid, solid committed friendship with this person has passed. I'm not talking y'all known each other for a year. No, that's bullshit. No, I'm talking an entire year of him calling you, him texting you, checking in on you, treating you like the brother king that you are, or don't. Because if they're not committed to y'all's friendship, then why in the hell would you be 100% vulnerable with this human being when if they're a fake friend or they're not as committed as they should be in y'all's friendship and you end up being 100% vulnerable, what's to say they're not going to turn around and stab you in the back later on? Guys, it has taken me a lot of hurt and a lot of therapy and a lot of self-development to be able to talk about these subjects without getting super angry. I kid you not, I have been hurt. I have been stabbed in the back more times than I care to tell y'all. But I'm not going to do anything about it other than help y'all 
to prevent the same happening to you. Trust me, it feels like crap. You don't want it happening. Maybe you've already had that happen. You know, I was talking to a guy the other day and he was letting me know about how, you know, he used to have this best friend and he went to boot camp for the Navy like I did. And while he was in boot camp, he ended up getting a Dear John. For those of y'all that don't know what that means, while he was in boot camp slaving to earn the uniform that we get to wear, his girlfriend wrote him <clears throat> wrote him a letter. Scratch that fiance. He proposed before he left. His fiance wrote him a letter stating that they were no longer going to be together after after he graduates, right? <clears throat> that is pathetic. She couldn't keep it in her pants for 8 weeks. That's how long boot camp is. 8 Measly ass weeks. This poor bastard gets out of boot camp, goes home, only to find out his best friend, practically his brother, is with his ex now. She didn't just show that she was incapable of holding out for eight weeks. She did the worst thing you can do to a guy, other than chopping his balls off. She cheated on him with his best friend. And because of the fact that she felt guilty for it, that's why she wrote the Dear John. Guys, first off, as a bro, do not, do not sleep with another man's girl. I don't care how fine you think she is, how sexy or what have you. I don't care if she... Tries coming on to you. I don't care. Shit. I don't care if she grabs you. Walk away. And then. Right after you're gone. You need to be the first mother trucker. To let your brother know. Hey man. I was around this girl. Your girl. And this is what happened. This is where it happened. This is when it happened. And this is what I did to nip it in the butt. This is what I did to make sure not only that it didn't go any further, but I'm also making damn sure that this comes from me and no one else. I just thought you had the right to know because I'm always going to have your back. That's the kind of brother you and I need in our lives. And if your friends aren't down to be up to the challenge for that shit, you don't need them. Cut them dry. Cut them out. They're not worth your time. But if they are like that, if they are willing to rise to the challenge, to be that kind of a brother, keep them in your life. Keep that friendship healthy. Keep pushing together. Keep doing life together. Thick as thieves. Guys, it's been real. Stay tuned. Next week, more shit on friendships. Peace out.